0: Rack, rack from the Stash app? Rack will take a lead in this headstack. Good morning, Rackabam! Today is Wednesday, the 14th of February, 2024. And this, this is a big special. I was, actually, this is your favorite introducer, Secret Squirrel. I was on my vacation in the Galapagos when all of a sudden the Rack FM helicopter came down and Robo jumped out and he said, mate, mate, you fucking cunt, we gotta get you in the fucking studio, mate. And I'm like, why? I'm having vacation. He's like, no, mate, don't be a pleb. We are a fucking super big giga special. We need you to introduce it. And so here I am, introducing the one, the only, Chris Armani CEO of Terra motherfucking money over to you rep
1: Dude we were just talking about the interview actually the other day uh Chris uh quite quite interesting great insight mind I, I thoroughly enjoyed that today.
2: Was this the uh, defiant interview with uh Camilla Russo Yes
1: that was the one bro That was cuz nice. I was I I was startled mind like I didn't realize because I'm a little bit of an outsider. I didn't actually realize, dude, that you'd only been COO for for six months before the DPEG and everything that happened. And I was like, wow, okay, that's a bit of a baptism of fire.
2: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, Yeah, I've only been there. Yeah, I just joined. It was supposed to be fun. I
3: don't want to, I I don't want to like, I don't want to blow up how how you guys do things, but they basically were in a dark room drawing straws. So, but for who stayed, for for who took the that position, yeah, no easy task, but you definitely killed it. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, no that that um, interview was
2: man, that was a big one because uh, number one, it was kind of therapeutic to go go through everything with someone who actually is realistic about what happened with Tara and like that was honest about, well, it was just therapeutic to like go back and, and like revisit everything. And then also yeah, I thought she was, she was incredible, right? Like she gets it. She, she was, the defiant was following Doe was one of the first, you know, I would say what we would consult like mainstream crypto um, outlets to cover Tara and Doe. And you remember, I don't know if you remember this, they used to do, these um, primers on different protocols that we had. And they would, they would do primers on different protocols throughout DeFi, right? But they would cover the Terra ecosystem. And I think, you know, Camilla, you know, we, we've been waiting to get to this point. One of my objectives in, in 2023 was to like get back in kind of mainstream crypto media and have a conversation around why TFL and Terra was different than um, these centralized companies that blew up, right, like Celsius and FTX and Three Arrows, um, and how because there's just been shorthand grouping everyone together, right? And I understand that, right? Like it's not, you know, when, when things fail, accusations get thrown around. Um, but you know, for her to just lay out the case for why, for, not for me to do it, but for her to lay out the case for why Tara was different, right? And why it shouldn't, and while even though sometimes people just kind of shorthand throw it in, Doe and SBF together, they are completely different. They're completely different things in every way. Um, and for her to kind of like say without without me having to do it, you know, that TFL was transparent about how all this stuff worked. Um, I think was, was kind of a big moment for us. We've been waiting to get to have that conversation publicly. Um, and so, yeah, yeah I, I was with um, an interview. I think she was she gave me a fair hearing. I think she was tough. She asked hard questions, but she was realistic
1: as well. Oh, dude, about it had, it had meat on the bones. And that's why I was like, oh, we've got to get Chris around the campfire. Because like, Chris, you know, that's how we regard ourselves. Like, imagine that you go over to see your family for dinner. You have dinner. You sit around the table after you have a couple of cheeky drinks, little sherry or whatever. That's what Rack FM is, bro. It's like you you're day off. Kind of thing, you know. I have to ask you, mate, what does it feel like every day to wake up and be the CEO of Terra? Like, like when you wake up, because we all know you wake up, you have those couple of seconds, don't you? But when the fog clears and you're like, oh, this is who I am. I mean, do you wake up and just jump up and you're straight on the grind every day? Or, or does it, <laughs> I mean, dude, did like I, I, what I want to ask is, do you look in the bathroom mirror and say, what the fuck is going on? Or what's the story
0: there?
2: Yeah, it's been, you know, it changes throughout the last couple of years. Um, the, first, the first couple of months after the d um, you know, you look in the bathroom mirror and you're like, what the fuck was I involved in? And, and what have we done? Right. That's when the allegations are flying around and everything seems credible. Right. Like, every, just like everything seems believable. Like, oh, God, I got to go like chase down this allegation now. And like, how am I going to explain this to my kids? Um, I'm already like, like, God, I got to go to soccer practice. This is going to be awful. (laughs) Um, But yeah, no, I mean like, so it's, but it's gotten better over time, right? Like we've had, we've had ebbs and flows obviously like we'll take like five steps forward and you just focus like at a certain point, you just kind of, you drown out the noise and you focus on building and that's where it's been like so critical to, like hold this company together. Like obviously a lot of people left after the DPEG, but we haven't had anyone critical leave since Doe was arrested. And so you wake up every morning and you realize you got 40. And now with the Pulsar acquisition, 60 other people kind of pulling in the same direction with you. Um, that makes it a lot easier. Right. Um, and you could say that, you know, that that applies both that like the people that you have helping build. Um, and then also the community as well. Right. Like I get Endless amount of positive feedback um, from like vocal community members telling me to keep pushing, and from just like random lunatics from the first time around. They're like, "Hey, I'm you know, you're not going to see me on Twitter, but appreciate what you're doing. Keep it up. We understand what happened here." And so, yeah, there's like a, um, yeah. So it, it's not that hard. Like there are bad days and there are good days, right? And you guys know, you guys. You guys read about the bad days in the news. It's like at the same time. Um,
1: well, Chris, there was, a reason, there was a reason I asked that question. Is because honestly, I was pretty shocked when the December figures come out for the amount of like you know work being done, the amount of like development, and you guys are like length and shoulders. Ahead. Why, Chris? Can you tell me why are there so many mid curve and takes on Terra? What, what am I missing? Like, is it just historical stuff that people can't get over? Because if I look at Terra now and the future and where it's come from, how the fuck people are not, like, bullish? You know, I didn't care if you left curve on it, but, like, why are there so many mid-curve takes on terror right now? Well,
2: because I think... Um, well, because there are so many headwinds, right? Like, so I think it's man, I'm super proud of selling the team. Like, I just can't believe how much we've been able to like regroup and build. Um, And I'm proud of what we built. And like you said, that developer activity was through the roof. I don't know exactly how that's measured. Um, But, you know, I think like the, 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 the bear case or like the headwinds are, well, we still have this massive fraud trial coming up, right? There's still like this guillotine hanging over TFL's head. And like, can TFL keep it up, right? Or, we could keep it up as long as we're legally allowed to keep it up, but there's always the risk that with all of these other, there there are external factors, which we can't control that other ecosystems don't have to deal with. And so um, that's just the reality of it. And I think until people, and and I, and I don't blame, I don't blame anyone for this. I think it's the rational thing to do to think, to think about it this way is like, until people see, um, until some of those external factors that, that are outside of TFL's control are cleared up, I think um, you know a, a, the mid curve is probably like the conservative place to be, um, realistically, right? And but we just have to keep building. We we do the best we can to build, regardless of that. Um, but yeah, those are those are significant headwinds, right? And and so look, I, yeah, like like you can be bullish, you can be bearish. They're rational. I, I just try to think of it like, look, there are rational ways to be, there are rational reasons to, to be on both sides of that. Um, and in the end, I think if we survive and we keep building what we're building, um, you know, it'll all, it'll all sort out in the long-term. That's why I've always kind of cautioned people. It's kind of a long-term project. I know people want token price to go up, um, but there are so many headwinds. <laughs> like, we've got to get through there's just a lot left for us to resolve um, before it's like a clear to where until we get to the point where like, it just comes down to execution. Like, can we build better than other people? I know we can build as well or better than anyone else. I know we can.
3: Um, When I think, I think that's the only that, yeah, right, like so it's cool. a lot easier to make a token go up. All you gotta do is add fucking money to it. Like that's no brainer. What's hard is building something sustainable that will gradually increase the value of what is being built. And it seems that that's what you guys are trying to do.
2: Well, it is right because I think the people who stayed are here to prove something, um which is like there's more. It's like more mission oriented than just making a lot of money. And like everyone who stayed wants to make a lot of money as well. I mean, like. You can't, you know, we want to be rewarded if it works, um, which is part of like going out and getting the Terra community grant was to like align incentives like that. But, um, so it's still crypto. We all want to be rich. Um, But uh, there's just like a right way to do it. There's only one way to do that with Terra, right? Like we've seen, there's only one way to do it, right? And it's like the long-term way. There there is no short-term there's no short-term redemption. There's only long-term redemption. So uh, we could do it. There's a lot of things we could do to make everyone feel better for a month or two. But then you just, once that, that short-term thing is over and it wears off and everyone just ends up feeling worse, right? It's kind of like why I quit drinking, right? Like I can always drink and feel better and then the next day it feels worse <laughs> and that accumulates. <laughs> but that's an over 40 thing. Uh, but yeah, I think, I think most people understand it. I mean if oh, you're still here. If you were here before the DPEG and you're still here now, uh you get it.
1: Oh, I've been I've been fucking looking forward to this conversation for how long, Finn? This has been in the works for like pretty fucking well a while. Like I've sort of this is so good. This eh hey, Chris, there's a few things to talk about, but I'm gonna ask you, like if you wanna plead the fifth. All right, it's up to you. You can plead the fifth on this one or not, because I think there's still a question mark over this feather. Now I'm going to take a run up at this one. The only reason I'm asking is, is because I listened to the uh, the uh, uh, crypto enthusiast, uh, make a lunatic here yeah, and JJ and them on the space there. And the feather thing came up again. Now we asked Jared uh, on the space, but Jared unfortunately got a call and had a drop. So yeah, I mean, I just want to ask, is it still a thing? I mean, you can, but you can play the fifth, Chris, because I know it's probably a difficult topic up to you. To play the Oh, fifth
2: Feather? Kid. You mean Feather the product?
1: Yeah. What,
2: like, no, that's so not difficult. That's not difficult. We can talk about that. Yeah. So I'll tell you what what's what the, the full story on that is, right? Like Feather was and just to put in perspective, like there are a lot of things we work on. Like you probably heard me like tease like five products that you haven't seen yet and like multiple of them have been killed. Right. Because this is a This is a hard space. You just gotta gotta build some things, see if they work, see if you can even finish them. And then you gotta take them to market and see if they get positive feedback. And like Enterprise is a great example of that. Like Enterprise could have gone the other way if we had made different decisions, Um, but the team just executed and it worked. But like Feather was one, I think that started out with really good intentions. And the idea was to allow anyone to easily and seamlessly launch their own app chain um and to just take care of a lot of the things that were going to be that made that challenging whether like technically like how do you hire a dev like like what kind of devs do you need to do it how do you spin up the infrastructure how do you spin up your validator set all of these things and i think where two two things happened to feather one it just like the farther and farther we got into it we realized that like the technical challenges with doing it were massive and that it was going to take longer than we expected. And then two, I think we had like a, there was more of like a market conversation, which was like, wait, are we building for something that doesn't, like by the time we finish this, is this even going to be the app chain thesis scaling model? Right. Like, or is it Initia? And I think Dimension is the other one that is recently come out right or is it going to be more of like a roll app thing where um you know these things settle to like a celestia settlement layer uh they don't have to like yeah like it, it just wasn't clear like we don't know what the right we didn't have a ton of confidence of what the future of app change was going to look like except that it was going to look different than the world we were living in in 2022 and 2023 and feather was a product to Feather was a product to enable more of like the 2022 app chain thesis.
1: Makes sense. And the little, the little yeah, yeah.
2: So it was more of like a market realization. Like, dude, we're like skating. You want to be like skating to where the puck is going, right? And we and we were almost like skating to where the puck was a year and a half ago. Right. It wasn't even to where the puck was today. It was like we were skating. Now, if we'd have been able to get Feather out in like six months as we originally hoped for, it might have worked and then we would pivot it and iterate on it but it was going to take another year to finish it millions of dollars of investment and then like by the time we were done it was like we were going to be competing with better technology sorry right. sorry to cut you off
1: no no dude you've you've basically just answered like 12 months worth of questions in like just a very short little monologue and i do highly bloody appreciate that because you've just answered the feather question like that that's it there's no more questions about further like i don't mean that there's no more questions i just mean that. I actually, so I'll give you my take, Chris, very quickly. I've been a big Celestia fan for a long time. I'm a big modularity fan. I was looking at this and then I did say what happened as an outsider. And I was like, maybe they just took a step back because of like what's going on elsewhere. And you've just kind of confirmed that like what pretty much a lot of us thought is true. You want to be where things are going, not where they've been, and feather initially in its initial uh incarnation was you know old tech I, I appreciate that mind what a great view Finn right but then and then if you think about it it's not completely
3: dead right it's moving fast it's breaking things it's taking the things that do work and then continuing to build on top of that and it almost feels like the best parts of what feather was trying to do at least providing infra and everything for builders got rolled into what will what foundation will will be eventually
2: yeah I mean a lot of the learnings from feather Were kind of like eye opening for me with regards to how challenging infrastructure is in Cosmos, and so that that kind of led to the Foundation project, which you know again will it will be there's like no doubt in my mind Foundation combined, and that that also led to like the Pulsar acquisition, like the Pulsar that you guys know is the um like the Pulsar we all know is the dashboard, and the dashboard's great, and we integrate that with Station. It's going to be the killer. The killer kind of super app for cosmos and, and eventually beyond, um, but the other kind of the product that they had under development that was less known and is even still now less public is just all of the indexing they've done and all of the infrastructure work they've done that's kind of like a b2 b backend product that we can use to one either generate revenue and fund TFL's development without selling Luna tokens or two. And two, open up for free to people who build on um, who build on Terra, so that they can like deliver the same type of experiences that we deliver. And so, like Solid's the first example of that. They built on top of found- they plugged in the Foundation, um, and so now they get the same view of the world that that we have, and that we think is unique to Cosmos, which is like a consolidated cross chain view of your assets and abstraction and bridging abstraction and they can apply that to their applications as well. So, yeah, we took that. And then the other project, the other project that I can't talk about too much because like, we're just wrapping our heads around how it's going to work now is quill, which is like the version of feather that's actually skating to where the puck is headed and not where it has been. Um, But it's still just like I don't want to talk about it too much because it's still very um, there's a lot of stuff to sort out. Like we've
1: proven. Well, it's we've not on it. your website. Quill's not on your website. So that tells us kind of how under wraps it is. Uh, that's okay. Keep it like that. Yeah. I am going yeah. to say the Pulsar team are absolute chads. Uh, we spot a couple of them, like, dude, absolute chads. Dude, I mean, not that divert, but while we've got you up here, which is an absolute privilege and an honor, by the way, the app chain thesis, there's a lot of us, for quite a while, have took heat and shit for saying that the app chain thesis in its current form is quite dead. Now you've got all these like roll-ups as a service and that. You, you know, Chris, there's a lot of like vaporware kicking around and people are saying we need more consumer chains, et cetera, et cetera, more hubs. What do you think about the, the concept of the app chain thesis is like pretty much dead in its current form?
2: Um, I don't think it's dead. I don't. I don't think it's dead. It, but it depends on what you consider its current form, right? Like, is the current form everyone has 120 validators that they have to use to secure the chain? And um, I think that's probably dying. It's not dead, but it's probably dying. But like these more innovative ways that allow you to control your experience and implement. You know, I mean, like the the app chain thesis is so closely tied to Cosmos SDK, and Cosmos SDK is so flexible and modular and functional that like I I do feel like in the end there will be multiple winners and it will be one of them. Um, and so it might just be a slightly like like you've got to iterate on the app chain idea a little bit and make it such that. These these chains or these applications can take time to develop and get uh, you know generate protocol revenue and generate users without um, without having to spend so much of their token and dilute their token so much on security. So yeah, I I don't think like if the current form, long story short, if the current form is you know the version we saw in 2022, I don't know if it's dead, but it's probably dying. Uh, But that's a good thing. That just means that people used it. Um, they learned they're iterating and they're innovating and new and better models will continue to come up, I think. Uh, but it all comes down to like, in the end, it doesn't really matter if we don't come up with use cases that people actually want to use. and um, if we don't come up with, and what I mean by that is like non-speculative use cases. Um, and so that's really the key, right? Like who has the next killer use case for crypto and where is it going to live? Um, and the more of those, the more of those we have. You know, I think the app chain, app chains are
1: still well and alive. Well, dude, that, that that would like lead me into this little, tiny little like inflection point. And I'm just going to say this: that the original uh, Terra uh, project, I always felt was IBC facing last over. And obviously, I know you said you joined like say like six months before. But if you think like you know, wormhole. Uh, obviously, like Solana, uh, UST was deployed on Solana and Avalanche and everything. Like it was almost like the Cosmos was like the last place Terra One deployed. Now I've seen, well, I think I've witnessed the opposite with Terra Two. You guys seem to be a lot more like uh, like IBC focus. I'm not going to say a Cosmos stark or SDG like IBC because we're IBC Maxi's Chris, right? You guys seem like you really want to utilize stuff. Uh, with like things like Alliance and stuff. It, is it, would i be right in saying that maybe be previous to the DPEG, you guys were outward facing like looking for, you know, liquidity, major liquidity. And then now it's a different story.
2: No, I would say, you know, prior to the DPEG, I mean, Doe was just the pragmatist and he went where the adoption was. And the reality is Cosmos didn't have adoption and IBC wasn't ready. Um it was ready for just like basic transfers. And so, but there was that there was nowhere to IBC2. Right. And so like when Osmosis spun up, I think a ton of Luna liquidity went over there. I know that I was trapped in those pools when it all went to shit. So um right. And so, you know, I think like when I, I think US it, it was always TFL's intention to just try to get UST adopted wherever the users were. And so I think. If there were users in Cosmos and then, then it would have, that's where we would have focused time. It was, it was just a practical matter. I think the IBC has improved by leaps and bounds since the DPEG, um, which I always try to make make sure I give everyone credit for that, all the people who are working on it because everything we're building is on top of that. Um, there's still a long way to go. Like, it's, it, like IBC still isn't great, but it's the best we have, I think. Um, and it'll continue to get better because there are so many teams working on it. Um, and it's, it's gathering this Lindy effect. So yeah, no, I think it's just a practical matter. And I think like the version of IBC that exists today with packet forwarding middleware and hooks and all these things that like all these teams have contributed with skip and uh, routing, man, like you'd be dumb not to build on it. Like, I, I just, I don't think the rest of crypto really truly understands what's possible. And I think we've shown just like a little of it with Station and Enterprise, it's just, you know, with Terra's overhang, it's hard to get people like if that's like, it's hard to get people to go out and promote what we've done because there's like reputational baggage that comes with it. Um, But someday they will. If we survive, someday people will step up and take notice. And I think that we've like, like us combined with. Like Station and Enterprise combined with like the skip team, have just shown what's possible and it, it's better than anything I've seen in any other ecosystem. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm bullish IBC. Um, but yeah, I, any change and kind of any change in direction isn't, it's just practical, right? IBC is more viable now. Cosmos is more viable now than it was then when, when Terra launched, um, all the activity was, was happening elsewhere. Um, so yeah, that's the idea.
1: Dude, that skip team absolutely ridiculous. Honestly, I've never felt like having such a like, small IQ in my life, but uh, talking to Sam. So, I mean, yeah, they are. They, yeah, they're, they're like, the, the great thing about it is, so here's what I love about this gift team. Sorry, I'm going to take a,
2: take a moment. Um, They've got all this IQ, and they could easily take that and go launch some chain or go launch on some trendy thing where they launch a token and make ungodly amounts of money. They could do anything they wanted. Right. Um, but they are like a hundred percent committed um, to making crypto usable. So that in the long run we have, yeah, that we, we actually have experiences that are going to further the mission. And so they deserve a lot of credit, like not only for how smart they are, but also like what they've chosen to focus on and, and what they've chosen to not focus on. And, um man we're lucky we have them
0: this for us. exactly
1: chris for exactly the reasons you've just mentioned there is why our last two recorded shows before you have been at uh, max from timewave last night talking about you know the covenant v2 rebalancer blah 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 by the way rebalancer on enterprise will be so fucking hot i believe uh we'll actually get i'll tell you what chris I mean, I know time's tight for you, but this convo's really good. And I've got like, not controversial stuff, but I mean, you know, I asked about Feather and bang, we'll put that to bed straight away. So, Finn, have you got anything to say before I get, I think I've got like three really banging questions, Finn. Do you want to bring in anything before we jump?
3: No, that's... Definitely go for it. My only question would be like just my own personal curiosity, which is kind of selfish, but I, I'm just curious, like what out of the stuff that either you guys have built or are building, like what's the one thing that you're just like, yes, this is either like extremely necessary or like this is going to be super game changing. But that that that's just for my own. I can just DM him. And ask
4: oh man, I mean
2: like that. It's so hard. It's like asking me to choose like my favorite kid. Yeah, yeah. of course, I have one, but I can't tell the other one in front of them. Um, No, I'm just kidding. No,
0: like, no, I. I,
2: It's hard to say, right? Like, I would say just because of how much it impacts my daily life and my daily quality of life. um, I've owned a lot of different products in my career back in Web2. There's nothing I'm prouder of than Station. I'm more proud of than Station. Just these moments I have where like on other crypto wallets, I would have been stranded and frustrated. It just saves me so much frustration, right. In life, not only like, does it enable you to do things and that's cool, but like what it keeps you, the stupid shit it keeps you from doing that. Like, even when you've been in cosmos, like you've been cosmos for five years and you still go straight in an asset, like an idiot. You know what I mean? It's just too easy to fuck up. Um, And the way, like just when I use crypto, I get irritated. Like I just need to use station. So like, it'll always hold a special place in my heart. Um, but then, God, like like what the enterprise team is building and like the potential long-term for like the, the entire enterprise portfolio, um, including like the treasury management and like this entire B2B suite that will allow business to be done in crypto. Um, uh, the special project, I would say, so I'm not gonna give you a straight answer basically. The one project that I'm working on that's kind of like my own baby is Verity, and that's the identity, decentralized the identity product, because I think it is one of the next four or five like killer crypto use cases that can actually onboard um, hundreds of millions, I was going to say hundreds of thousands or millions of people, but could be even more mad. It's going to enable entirely new types of use cases to be developed. Um, you know, that's my, my own personal, um, like that's my own personal pet project that, that, that I work on. Um, and then Quill, Quill's the one that could change everything. Um, it's just like, what are the probabilities? It, it's such a, it's it's such a big bet um, that, you know, frankly, the, the execution risk is higher. Right. And so I can't use that one yet. But so I basically just like, also love foundation. That was my idea. Um, and I came up with that name. So yeah, I, I like all of them. I love all of them. Um, I think Pulsar is also so close. I think once once Pulsar integrates our um, our version of transaction history, that will be one that I use on a daily basis as well. Um, just to like finally understand what's happening in my wallets cross chain um, is something that's damn near impossible to do right now without you know a, a third party bookkeeper. Downloading files and reconciling. So yeah, I I I, I just punted that question. I didn't even answer it, but I'm excited about everything or we wouldn't be working on it.
1: Bookkeeping. Did you hear that, Finn? Bookkeeping. The only word in the English language that's got uh three consecutive uh, uh, double letters, right? Did you know that? Uh Mr. Mr. I mean Chris, Chris, do you want the proper experience? Can I ask you? Because we've had some REIT gigabrains on right the last couple of weeks and we haven't been able to like have a laugh like properly. Do you want the proper experience or not? Sure, let's do it. Right. What's your favorite sandwich? Favorite sandwich? Yes.
2: Oh, it's um. like, do you like, do you want me to give you like specific, like where I get it or like just the oh, generic just in,
1: in, 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 Well, I mean, just a name. Oh, you're mostly you're a connoisseur. You build your own, don't you? Finn, check this out. You build his own. I no, I,
2: mean, I can't. No, I mean, I do make my own sandwiches. but That's my favorite. My favorite sandwich is this place down the street. I don't know if you guys have ever had like Dutch crunch bread. I think it's like a San Francisco phenomenon, um, or like a Bay Area phenomenon. But yeah, like a good like deli sandwich on a Dutch crunch roll slathered in like they slather it in like uh mayonnaise, mustard, and pesto.
1: Incredible. So bro, couldn't I just say you passed the test because you know why? We mentioned a sandwich, you went straight for the bread bin. You went straight for the bread, he fucking nose. That movie. was
3: probably the the best sandwich answer we've gotten in a year and a half of fucking Rack FM. So thank you for that. Is it, that was amazing.
2: I'm going to send you a link to this thing so you can share it later. Oh I my go God. One. Actually,
1: maybe I'll just go fucking get one right after this. Got link, take he's, got, he's got links to bread. He's got fucking links. I mean, <laughs> Chris, if you have to listen, you've got no choice, right? You're going to die if you don't do it. What would you rather wear, a cardigan or cowboy boot? What was the second one? I didn't understand was, that. Sorry, bro. If, if you had to wear something, if your life depended on it, what would you choose? A cardigan or cowboy boots? Oh, cowboy boots. I'm from Arkansas.
3: Oh, didn't no put the round yeah. yeah, No hesitation. Zero hesitation. There's
2: also, I mean, like, yeah, zero hesitation. I'm from Arkansas. There's always just something funny about a brown guy in cowboy boots anyway. So, yeah. You just got
1: to lean into it. Bro, I was having a conversation with me mate Little Games one day about this right? and he said hey I did the shit on the cowboy boots and then he sent me this picture, bro. Like right. putting bandidos, man. I, um, I was scared like. I was like this dude knows where I live. Anyway. like a decent uh, decent chance The next, decent chance the next picture of you see you see with me will be in cowboy boots and a cardigan though. I mean, why not? For the culture, sir. For the culture. Chris this <laughs> This has been an amazing conversation and guys, all your little plebs down in the room, if you're not really in this shit out, what you're doing with your life. Chris, I have got a couple of interesting points and now we're valuing your time here, but I, I would just like to ask you about the success of X Luna projects. I think we've seen some incredible, like, not just what you guys have done, we've seen Kojira, we've seen Migaloo, we've seen but you know, like you must get some kind of self satisfaction, Chris. From like, like I do. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, no,
2: I get a, I get a lot of satisfaction not because I had anything to do with it. So I don't know. It, it's more of like out of solidarity than uh, because I had any responsibility or um, anything do you like that. Goes,
1: uh, Chris, do you not think it goes to the work ethic, though? Do you not think that like speaks to the work work ethic that was there before the crash, and the crash didn't affect the work ethic, and then we're seeing the results of that, like mind the grind and mindset, no?
2: Yeah, no, and that's why I've
1: always like,
2: look, I I haven't wanted to subject people to purity tests on whether they stuck with Terra or not. Like I like have I've always said we have a special place in our heart for the, the people who did, but man, when you've been through it, just survival. So many people in crypto like just launch the token, call it decentralized and walk away, right? Um and you know the Terra, Terra, there are some Terra ecosystem people who did um, but most of them, a lot of them, right, um, are absolutely crushing it. Like, what would Cosmos be right now without the the diaspora? Let's call it the diaspora of uh, of Terra ecosystem projects. Um, maybe not diaspora. Like, that's kind of charged. Oh, that's got yeah. well, That's, yeah. that's <laughs> a
1: half decent word. That light dude. That's a half decent <laughs> word. Honestly.
2: And it is, I think it is. Yeah. I think it kind of describes everything perfectly. And so, um, yeah, man, it's good to see. I was in New York a couple of, uh, a couple of weeks ago for this bankruptcy stuff. Um, and we did like a little, uh, get together mostly with our team, but like the Apollo got Apollo Dow guys are there and they're just still building. Right. And they're not the only ones like. get. We were for my Cosmo present Cosmoverse presentation, and I think like in one of my interviews, I can't remember if it was like Steady Lads or Defiant. Like I made a point to like acknowledge. I don't know how many of these teams wouldn't have made it without the Terra, like alloc- the Luna allocation from the relaunch of Terra. Like it's hard to say like what would have happened without that. But I know, I mean, if you go just look down the list of teams that got that allocation, um, man, there are some good builders in there that are still contributing. Um in important ways. Yeah, dude. It's it's very satisfying. Uh more like again, not because I played any role in that. That was all Doe, who like hustled through that and tried to find ways to to keep everyone alive. Um but man, yeah, it's it, it's satisfying to see, regardless of where they are today.
1: Yeah, man. I think what I'm starting to see now, especially I tell you what, what's really impressed me has being like backbone labs. Uh, I see JG's down there in the in the chat. But Kojira as well. That like some really amazing shit has come out of something so bad and volatile, and like it's like after World War Two we had the boom of years. You know what I mean, And like after these things, we've just had boom of times. Yeah. Yeah, Backbones the
2: best example because they not only survived, they they still did it on Terra, right? Um, and, and figured out a way to become sustainable, and yeah, so super excited.
1: Oh, dude, we're we're bringing we're bringing Finn's music. Don't you know, worry, we're coming we're, we're coming to Terra soon, right? Chris, I've got two kind of just because I know time's precious. I have got two things to talk about. One will be Alliance, and one will be Enterprise. Now I'll let you choose which one we go to first, unless Finn's got something to say. Finn, have you got anything to say before we move on? Nah, perfect. Alliance, Enterprise. Let's do it. Yeah, Chris, I'm gonna go there because we haven't had this convo in public. So we go enterprise? Let's, do, it, let's more. do alliance.
2: Let's do alliance. Let's do alliance first. That that one's pretty interesting right now. I think.
1: Okay. Did you have? Have you just front run the Aez and mesh security like in one go? Is that what happened? Is that what we saw? Did you just
2: front run <laughs> so let me. I, I want to like do a couple of disclaimers first on alliance. Number one, that was like pure dough. Right. Like that is just not the kind of like thing you see out of me. Right. Like I'm more of like an application builder, which which you can see with like station and enterprise um, and pulsar and foundation. That, that's like more my speed. So this was all like a dough invention. And it's wild, like. How prescient it was in terms of like what you see now with like restaking narrative and all of these different things that are happening. Um, Alliance was first, right? And it's got so many use cases. And I couldn't even wrap my head. Zion on our team. Like if it was up to me, like there were points where I was like, I don't understand Alliance. I don't get it. And Zion was like, well, that's, well, you should. And he just kept pushing it and pushing it and pushing it. And then like the rest of crypto caught up and he looks like a genius now. Uh, But yeah, no, I mean, like, look, I don't know. You know, we haven't really pushed it as a security solution um, because I think there are trade-offs. And so I don't think it's super... You know, it just, there, 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 there are definitely trade-offs, right? And so um, we need to be careful. Like, I wouldn't want, I, I, I couldn't like stand behind like someone going and like securing their entire chain with the same, you know what I mean? Um, but could you do a part of it? And it seems to be, be getting more adoption, like actual real-world adoption than any other solution like it is getting. And so, you know, it works, it's functional, it's super flexible, you can do like the... Um, I think we're actually posting the community proposal today to use Alliance to um, direct staking rewards to a USDC, USDT pool and and have like the the most liquidity in Cosmos for that pair on the Terra chain. So like using it to like incentivize pools. There's so many cool things you can do with it. Um, But yeah, I can't take any credit for that one, but yeah, it's a fun tool
1: yeah dude uh i mean i just wanted to say when we talk about economic alliances like that that to me was a bit of a front-run air fin yeah
3: yeah and what, what we keep hearing from others is that they're same but different and i i believe that eventually multiple parts of these will be integrated into one just amazing service you know like you're gonna see these chains utilizing alliance for their cross staking restaking stuff and you're going to see them utilizing you know whatever else to secure it it, it yeah I, I don't even think people fully grasp like what it's capable of yet it's still so new
2: yeah and i think like look i've been recently because eigenlayer has been getting so much buzz for restaking and i think it's mostly getting buzz because it's like airdrop hunters and e3 hypothecation um and so it's like a it's a bag pumping thing um, so I've been like trying to evaluate, like, what did they do that we hadn't already done with Alliance um, a long time ago and just kind of open source so that anyone could use it and there's no value attraction from it. Um, and there are there are definitely like some technical differences, but like in. Generally. This is old stuff, right? We've already been here and, and like our team built it in like two months, I think. Um <laughs> Uh, you're like a two-person team. So um, yeah, just add it to the list of uh, of stuff that the kind of team at TFL has been able to crank out. Um, I think also just like this goes back to Cosmos SDK as well, where like you, by implementing these custom modules, you can do so many things, which
1: which is bullish as well. You finished there, Finn? You are happy with your Alliance uh, stuff, Matt? Yes, yes, thank you. Because I'm... Um... <sighs> Finn, I have to be honest with you, bro. I'm getting a bit pissed lately, like Finn. Shall I tell you why? Shall oh, you Please. Why? I'm seeing plebs on the t- on the TL sit like arguing about what's the best Dow tooling. Now we've gone all this time with fucking nothing. Like if anyone knows anything about the history of like real da- house and Dow tooling and proper governance and and I'm not talking about fucking The stuff that, like, you know, NOSA safe and stuff will do. I'm talking about proper shit. For the first time in history, we've actually got access to excellent tooling, right? There just happens to be a couple out there in the wild, and we're arguing about who should be using what or what's getting the most publicity. Now, I didn't want to start, like, clarifying my TL as being, like, fucking major mid curve, and not for anyone in this room, not for sure. But you know what I mean? Like, hmm. How do I say this? It's not like we start bitching about, you know, osmosis versus like astroport or something. Like, so like, where does Finn? You know what I mean? Like, it's horses for courses. Like, there'll be frontiers on both ends. We've had multiple wallets. We've had multiple dexs, Like, we utilise everything. I mean, before we go to Chris Finn, before because I don't. I know you're not a fan of DAOs. <laughs> That's a, putting it, that's underestimating that statement. Uh, Finn, any comment about this, like, you know, enterprise Dow DAO crap that was saying that's just ridiculous? Or no, well, I, I think at the end of the day,
3: people use what works and people use what works for their specific use case. Everybody's different. Everybody has different ideas in mind of what they want a Dow to be or to be able to offer. And I think where we're at currently, like, they both offer dope shit. I mean, you see GMC and SPs and pixel lines and everybody utilizing enterprise. You see a lot of these other ones utilizing Dow Dow with stargaze and with Juno. Like, I think it just depends like where you landed and, and what you're trying to accomplish. Like for me personally, I like just leaving shit staked and then, you know, not having to worry about it. Some people like clicking buttons every day, you know, it, it just, it, it all depends. Yeah, I think the choice. Sure. We need the choice, though, at the end of the day, there, there can't just be one like we need multiples to create some sort of otherwise, you know, how devs get they get all lazy and shit like you got to have them some sort of competition happening. Microsoft was really good at this. You need your you don't want it too much to where it's like cutthroat, you know, like holding hostages, but you definitely want some competition there between between devs so that they are, are inclined to, to create better shit.
1: You see, Finn, it's very parallel, right, Uh, to, again, the mid-curve convo that, you know, about Stargaze and Omniflix, where if you don't look at these two platforms as completely, like, individual entities that, yeah, might have some, like, cross-chain DAOs and stuff, and all this, right, and and cross-chain NFTs, it's all here. Like, you can't fight it, and I think it's just, it's pissing me off a little bit, right, to see... Like this, like oh well, why are people like utilizing this more than this? Anyway, Chris, you get our sentiment from like the little conversation. I don't need to ask any questions, right?
2: No, well, yeah, I don't, I, I don't know why it makes you mad. Like, I, I don't know. Like, I, I came, I've had a long career where you can compete without being disrespectful, right? And so, I think sometimes in 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 Cosmos, we we try to like avoid direct competition by. Saying things like grow the pie. Um, but why don't we just compete? Like it's not personal. Um I like it when people are out there saying I like it either way. Like I like it if people are out there talking shit about enterprise and saying Dado's better, then my team just gets mad and and builds more. So let's compete, right? Like I want to grow the pie, but then I want to eat the whole fucking pie um did, did you just so
1: like, like pie
2: <laughs> i don't know what that means right Like i want to eat the pie um and so yeah like i wouldn't get upset about it i don't know like i'm not upset about it like let's let's compete um in the end
3: yeah robo you know? life is too short to be upset over what exactly. Dao tooling the internet uses exactly we and need I- to be more woosah You want to,
1: as long as, I mean,
2: they're all going to be on, it'll all be on enterprise eventually anyway. So like, let's let the, let the kids have fun in the meantime.
1: You'd rather eat a slice of watermelon than a whole grape. Right. So Chris, I have this weird feeling. I have this really weird feeling, not that kind of feeling, but a weird feeling that there's something we don't know about enterprise where it's like, it's almost like the starship enterprise where it's like ventured into uncharted like waters. Right. So I, I get the feeling that, like, you're gonna one day we're just gonna wake up and you're gonna surprise us, and we're gonna be like, because the word enterprise to me means business. I was telling Blackberry enterprise servers early, early 2000s, right? <laughs> so, oh, god, yeah. exactly. So, the word enterprise means business to me. Now, I've heard you talking about this, I feel like you've got some big, big plans for enterprise. Actually, is that right?
3: Yeah, it is. I mean,
2: there are two things about enterprise that like, if you're paying really close attention, you'll know. Um, But if you're not, you know, I wouldn't expect for you to keep track of like enterprise. I mean, to me, it's like has two definitions, right? It means business, but it's also can be used in the context of like an enterprising individual. Right. Um, So it's like ambition. And um, so it has dual meanings to me. Um, Enterprise will be a brand. Dow will be a sub brand in it. Um, Enterprise will be, you know, if like, we make it multiple years, it, it it will be the best kind of like application for business in crypto. And so like the suite that will go under that, I mean, there's so many things. There's like a treasury app that's like a, um, a cross-chain version of of Gnosis, but like integrates with other things like Gnosis, for example, to kind of leverage some of the the, the BD stuff that they've done. There's the labor market that we've been wanting to build. I've been teasing I've been teasing how like identity and decentralized identity and reputation is going to play into that and what we've built on that. I've been teasing that in like our our warpcast channel. Um, yeah, there, I mean, there, there's like an unlimited amount of different you know sub products under enterprise that we could build if we had time to do it um, and resources. So yeah, we'll just keep grinding away on that. I think the thing that like that's going to enable that is just like the arc- architecture of enterprise, which is completely different than what you would see in DowDow or what you would see with almost any other like kind of cross-chain application where they're taking the code and deploying it on every individual chain. And then so now the more chains you expand to, the more code you have to maintain. Uh, And so it just makes, like, it doesn't scale. It just doesn't scale or be like, you know, launching an application. Like if Netflix tried to maintain its code across 10 different cloud service providers, it just doesn't make sense, right? And so... It took us a while and people were shitting all over us and trying to get us to like do the exact same thing with enterprise. Um, but we insisted on a different model where the hub lives on Terra. So like the brains of it are all on Terra, and that's one code base that we maintain in one place. And then we use IBC and interchain accounts and everything else to orchestrate anything else you want to do on these other chains. And so like launching a new chain is like as simple as like launching a very simple contract contract on a new chain and maintaining the code means maintaining in one place it's not like something breaks on terra and now you've got to go fix it in on 20 other different chains so it just scales like the 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 cost of developing and the time for developing uh, is going to scale so much faster than anyone who's trying to just deploy a full application on every chain, um, and the amount of resources we you know will need um, will be significantly less, or we can just ramp up the, the, the um, ramp up the resources and, and deliver a lot more. But that's why you're starting to see like enterprise acceleration, enterprise like development ex- acceleration is insane. We just launched Pulsar dashboards, which are killer. Prior to that, we had launched the ability to go to deploy cross-chain DAOs or cross-chain treasuries. Um, We had also launched the ability to create a token DAO from any chain. Um, I think by the end of the month, we'll do cross-chain NFT DAOs. So it doesn't matter where your NFT is, you can use enterprise um, as your governance tool. But like all of that, we don't have to deploy it. We don't have to deploy any of that on new chains. Like enterprise is still the hub is on Terra the votes take place on terra the governance happens on terra and terra becomes like the governance hub so yeah there's a lot there like the way we design it uh, the way we've architected it all of those things matter um and we think will be advantages uh, and then that's not even to, to, to speak of like all of the different products that will come under that umbrella
1: oh you know something i'm going to have to really uh, go back and listen to the replay for that because I've actually got a major question in my head, but it's like, it's not for now because I need to, like, really, really think about this in regards to, like, uh, treasury, like, wallets and what can be done and how they can be moved uh, with ICA and stuff like that. But, uh, hmm, okay. Uh, Yeah, let me know. We're
2: available anytime you need me, like, to explain it more. But, yeah, I think it's, like, once you wrap your head around it, um, oh, man, it's pretty impressive. And, again, it's all built on on work that other people have done with IBC and so they deserve a lot of credit for that, but it's just a completely different model. It's chain abstraction at the best. I think we've ever seen it. Um, Yeah. We're super proud of it. We're not only proud of it because it like accomplished something no one had accomplished before. We're proud of it because it's going to allow us to fucking ship relentlessly. Um, And I don't think anyone else is going to be able to keep up.
1: Chris, I, this is gonna be my final question because, like, I, I mean, on the hour mark, that's when the Spotify, but like, we'll get the best hits and stuff. We we know this one, like, the hour interviews generally get like the biggest hits. Can I ask? Yeah, you actually, I, on, you, I,
3: I just told <laughs> it. I just told him that so he keeps his five-hour spaces to an hour minimum, and so far it's been working. So,
2: all right, let's let's
1: uh, let's, I'm let's, gonna, let's let's uh, work uh, the algorithm. Let's go. I'm going to play devil's advocate and just ask, in the bigger picture, the bigger picture of what we're seeing of all of these blockchains, right? Obviously, I'm talking like outside of Cosmos, what we're seeing, you know, with all these L2s, et cetera, these D levels launch, and there's more coming. Where does, moving forward, where, because... It's a hub of development. I do like really get that, like Chris. It's it's an unbelievable development of of talent and ingenuity, uh, Tara. But where does it fit in in the bigger picture? Is it the 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 the, the Wasm features that you'll have the interchain connectivity? Pushing. So, like, you know what I mean? In in the bigger, bigger picture of all of these L1s and shit, and we see what's going on, all these different languages, you've got Cairo over on Starknet, and you've got Move with Aptos and Sui. And where does Terra fit into the whole fucking cogs of crypto?
2: Look, I mean, a lot will be determined in the next, I would say, three to four months, right? Like, we have to be cognizant of the fact that we still face existential risk. At TFL. That doesn't mean that Terra does, uh, but I I think a lot of people have now agreed that, you know, TFL is a driving force behind Terra and, um, you know, like our ability, we want, we want to be back on the, what I call the main stage, and we want to be competing at the highest levels of crypto um, as a layer one, and there have been a lot of fads in terms of like new chains and new technology, and they get adoption option because there's airdrops and things like that. But in the end, um, the market will sort out who's where the best applications are. And I, and I think in the end, the application will win and people won't care as much about where it lives. And so that's why you see us trying to lead by building unique, usable applications. And we've still got a long way to go. Crypto does before we can onboard like normies. But that's why you see us trying to, number one, lead by building our own types of applications that we think are significantly differentiated and provide different types of experiences. And by building them, learning what a chain needs in order for other developers to build those same types of applications um, and implementing those and kind of like at the infrastructure layer in products like Foundation, and so, you know, I think if if we if TFL survives and we can get Terra back to um, the main stage and back to to full kind of mainstream crypto relevance, um, it'll be because not because you know we've pulled some new rabbit out of the hat with regards to some new scaling technology or or something like that. It'll be driven by building useful applications that was the dna of tfl prior to the DPEG. um and it came in the form of a stable coin and you know that's no longer possible for us but um that's still the dna of tfl um, and what we're trying to do with Terra. it's a place where the best applications are um we had that crown i think before
1: and we've got to get it back oh we had that crown before your man's golden isn't he (laughs) golden Yeah, Finn, I'll tell you what, what a fucking blast tonight's been, or today, or oh, good morning, whatever time it is for you guys. Uh, yeah, Finn, uh, what do you think about tonight? It's been really good to speak to Chris, because I was very concerned that we just couldn't be that, like, normal, generic shit that he might have to go through, you know, and he's like, oh, fuck this shit, you know, like, giving the same answers every time, like, we, we had to mix it up a bit, right? You absolutely have to. That's why people listen. Yeah, I think I actually I'm quite actually buzzing that like there, there are like some people still trying to fit like fucking terror at this point. Like the December thing, the dev activity for December was like the biggest wake up call for me. I was like, whoa, wait a minute. Fucking hell. That tells you a lot. And like that, I was like, right, OK, wake up.
3: Yeah, and I mean, I get it. People are emotional. It's an emotional space more so than probably any other space I've ever worked in besides cannabis. Like you see the same thing in like these artisanal cannabis extractors. They get super emotional over their work, and it's it's good to see. It's passion, you know. If you can't be passionate about what you're doing, like
1: why are you doing it, you know? Oh, Chris, I'll tell you what. Backbone Labs, as well as G.A.G. down now he was. I say Backbone. Yeah, yeah, they're here. Uh, they're gonna do some custom open edition stuff uh, for Finn's uh, next music. Is that right, Finn? We're we're nearly finished with one We're on. It's not it's not open edition. Other people
3: aren't going to be able to use it, but it will be for putting the uh, one of our EPs on uh, on Terra. Absolutely. And I'll tell you what.
1: Sorry, Chris.
2: I was just saying that's great. I was I was man, I was using Acropolis yesterday to get my. uh, um, What are we? GMC? GMC 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 yeah. to get by Falling GMC and fuck that is a smooth I don't know I don't know when the upgrade was made on that NFT um, marketplace but um,
3: man that was good it was a good experience uh, it was about out. three days ago <laughs> there's a testing channel that's been buzzing and oh is that it, it? okay a, yeah a lot was of a work new. from a lot of people like making sure that shit is smooth and yeah they they oh, yeah. nailed it they did nail it
1: yeah cool. um, bro that, that mint was insane. Chris, I was, like, so shell-shocked by that mint, how quickly that ran out. That was an insane mint. Honest to God, I was, like, buzzing because we interviewed the guys a couple of days before, you know?
2: Yeah, no. Happy for them. It's a great team. They've been working on that for a while.
3: Yeah, it's well, good to see uh, NFT buzz back on Terra. Like, remember pre-crash, like, NFTs were blowing up on Terra. People were coming over from Solana. I was interviewing, like, three projects a day, it seemed like. And everybody had gripes about the chain they were on and why they came to Terra. And they were like, this shit just works over here. Like we were going to launch over here on this other chain and the chain was down on our launch day. So we couldn't do it. And they're like, we come over here and everything is so smooth. And it feels like that's what we're getting back to, which is awesome. I hope so. It'll be a lot of of, people, right? I I still think people are
2: sleeping on the Alliance DAO NFTs as well. Um, I see 4719. He's doing some fun stuff with those, but like, those are going to be valuable um and yeah it, it, there's gonna there's a lot of like potential offshoots from that so yeah I, th- I think we can have some fun especially i think enterprise can lead a bit of an nft narrative with this cross-chain nft staking thing as well and just get people thinking about Terra as a place for nfts again
3: it, it's funny all the i saw posts about the arc protocol and people bridging their gps to stargaze And in the thread, it was like, you can bridge them here or you can bridge them back to Terra to do all of the stuff with them. It's like, well, like I like Stargaze and I, but why would you bridge it there and just to bridge it back? I guess just so that you can do it. It was just funny because there's no real actual use case other than just having them listed on the Stargaze market. But then all of the actual utility for the NFTs if you want that side of it is on Terra in enterprise. Yeah. choice is good though people
1: can put them where they want whatever yeah whatever
2: keeps people busy
1: exactly (laughs) Um, i'm just gonna say guys talking about nfts i mean finn what a week to have chris on the week we dropped uh rector Quan. so for anybody that doesn't know we've just been doing this little social experiment with reclips it's a bit of fun like 50 stars uh but you know we've got a dow up and running and like the DAO holders of have bought the first NFT and staked it. They get a vote on the clip. Uh, it all goes through the DAO, the entire thing. We put props up to then, you know, forward money over uh, to the artist through uh, DAO retroactive payments. So it's up in the nest. It's only a bit of fun. But actually, I, I, I actually think this is one of Ambedo's best bits. When you look at that, when you listen to the clip and you look at the artwork and you're just like, okay, I get it. When you get it you get it for 50 stars like people throwing shade on a 50 stars nft they're an absolute disgrace uh but yeah finn what a night it is what a day it's been today this interview absolutely fantastic finn right before we wind down yeah oh yeah you gotta gotta wrap it up i've got
3: all the spaces from yesterday to get caught up now that our internet is back and it, it's not any faster than it was so i don't even know what they were doing probably out there bugging lines or something. But uh, yeah, got, got to get all that stuff. And then we'll have the Rack FM from yesterday and the Rack FM from today up over on Terraspaces.org. So Chris, sir, thank you so much for making time for us, man. We definitely appreciate you. Always a pleasure chatting with you.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me on. Go get a sandwich now. Oh, dude, you'll have to send me a photo of that bread. I'm telling you, bro, I need that bread in my life. Done. Done. I'll send you <laughs> send me your address. I'll send. I'll send you a loaf you've been I'm gonna be honest with you dude you've been an exceptional fucking guest mind and I knew that from the minute I asked the feather question and bang right on the money we appreciate this like like we're real you can tell we're real we're from the street we didn't care like like anyway bro you've absolutely totally exceeded our expectations is what I want to say so just from me personally thank you very very much yeah yeah thanks I'm glad we could finally make it happen cheers everyone take care yeah watch what you're doing bro so guys yeah you've just heard from uh, chris armani the ceo of uh tfl and once again this has been rag fm yeah it, you know we try to make shows that we want to listen to and uh, hopefully for anyone listening on the replay you'll understand like what a great show and i think it's an honor and a privilege and guys i finn's music is going to kick in any minute now on the podcast recording Never listen to the spaces recording, always go to Spotify once it's open a couple of days. Uh, and yeah, I'll leave you with that for over and out Good night and God bless you Absolute legend We love you so much, man Alright, bye-bye
4: Motherf- Motherfuckers Screaming out loud Looking for mercy Before they find themselves Working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first Come first, serve Mentality stuck in the birds, I'll be numbing up first Before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of trash is under the dirt We rape and under the earth Sit and wonder about the worth And play Ring around the rosy While the thunder is served Motherfuckers walking around here looking faceless, trying to make a living Southern friendship bracelets Dead ants dragging out the max amount of payments Red down days, got them acting all bankless Yo fam, what? Check these tokenotics They probing this bear, flexing broken oh, nice no. I had to lay my soul down I'm just roasting Nottas and then the end a long day Eleven bowls of chronic Never known the politic, I was born to frolic It's been my policy to pollinate all over the plot We got a lot of apologists jumping in at the top We like to measure their velocity before they hit rock bottom I'm over the impossible loss, it's all moss, and I'm liking the odds Fondue in the morning, forming mycological bonds Flick the cap, though the road is highly involved Flip a coin, diary falls Motherfuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse? Misrepresenting the 1st come 1st serve Mentality stuck in the burbs I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt We rape and under the earth Sit and wonder about the worth and play Ring around the rosy wall the Thunder Reserve Trying to figure out the max amount of denylase, stacked acting non-toxic Just to get a better place, smacking on the Hostage, like the shit is way for keeps Clowns, white knight, and all these maybellies They call it implausible, when model After model keeps on ripping off The coat and going full throttle, eats Tearing apart your community, All these low-hanging fruits, bearing zero Liquidity, gotta plan it in reach Coming standard to each, I'm on the back Ten stargazing after the siege Commanding all the management to grab a few seats, and then we'll round up the beasts and send messenger east y'all better sign a release when i'm bumping these beats hands up if i got motherfuckers drumming the streets yo we got a few dubs we got a couple defeats and if you're coming for the king you better have some of each motherfuckers, motherfuckers screaming out loud looking for mercy before they find themselves working a corner down in jersey what could be worse misrepresenting the first cup first serve mentality stuck in the burbs i'll be numbing up first before discovering what works and we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt we rape him under the earth say and wonder about the worth and play Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served